Welcome into the Cubs Corner Podcast. My name is Anthony Pasquale, and today we have a special guest, Stephen Cohn. Thank you for joining us, Stephen. So happy to be here. My first time ever on a Cubs podcast. Yeah, Stephen actually worked last summer as an intern with MLB.com covering the Milwaukee Brewers, so we're actually going to have him talk a little bit of Brewers baseball for us today. Yeah, for what I got left, they haven't, like, uh, they haven't signed half their team still. That's the, that's the rest of MLB, so let's, let's see what happens in the next few weeks for them because not the same team I got. Yeah, so one of the things we want to talk about today is the whole free agent stall across all of baseball. Um, you were in the locker room a little bit last year. What do you think is up with the whole the whole thing? Uh, I th- like there's a lot of things I feel, and the biggest thing is just guys they they want more money, and it seems like a lot of them aren't willing to pay them out. And then suddenly you're seeing guys that were all star caliber players or multi million player multi million dollar players two years ago, like that Melky Cabrera, mm-hmm. and he's signing with like the Pirates on a minor league deal, or you got Brett Lowry coming back, he's signing before like yeah. actual players, like really signing major league deals, and uh, I feel like the owners are being cheap, at the same time the players know their worth, and uh, they want more money, and it's gonna, something's going to have to give, because you can't have 100 players for them signed uh, so quickly. And as the Brewers head into this next season, obviously NL Central is getting a lot tougher. Cubs are the Cubs. Cardinals made a couple of big moves this offseason. Even the Reds and Pirates are getting yeah. better. What do you think the Brewers need to do to kind of solidify, yeah, we are the top team in that division? Well, I think they first realized they screwed up with Jonathan Scope. That was an awful, awful trade that they made. Uh, but Mike Moustakis was a good trade, and he's still a free agent. So right. I think they get the first thing you got to do to make sure you're still in contention is re-sign Moustakis. Because you need another piece there, another bat in the lineup. You don't know what Ryan Braun's going to bring or Eric Thames. So you need Moustakis, I think, is the first thing. That allows you to move Travis Shaw back over to second base, mm-hmm. where he's, he's good. Yeah. He's fine. Doesn't bat. Uh, and then from there, you just got to get that pitching staff in order. One of those things right there is Brent Suter, how fast does he recover from Tommy John surgery. Um, and if he's back sometime in May or June, I think you have a pretty good team that could, again, compete with the Cubs, who haven't made too many moves, and especially those big signings, to right. make them any better. And then one of the things we saw with the Brewers last year, the whole thing around the deadline is, oh, they need pitching, they need pitching, but they ended up getting Scope and Moustakis, not pitching, and they still haven't really added that pitching staff. Some of those injured guys are going to come back, but do it'll you be think... Cool. It'll be cool to see what uh, like Fred Council does with uh, the relievers again, because toward the end of the season, especially the playoffs, he was one of the most like forward-thinking guys with like how we're going to use our, our relievers and our entire yeah. pitching staff, and I don't think he could do that for a whole season, obviously, so it depends, like, well, is he going to let, like, a starter actually pitch into the sixth inning ever, or past 100 pitches? Uh, because, like, Julius Chastain, he can definitely do that, but he wasn't really getting the chance last year at all. So, how far is he going to let the pitchers go? And uh, those will just be a few things that really depends if they're going to be competitive again in another NL Central. Yeah, and the other thing, you know the Brewers have some strengths, obviously, the MVP of the National League, Christian Yelich, he'll be back. Lorenzo Kane out in the outfield, but also they have one of the best bullpens in the National League, if not the best, with I think the fan-voted best reliever in Hader. The uh, fan-voted, yeah, oh. and I think Kenny Brian yeah, Kenny had him maybe second <laughs> or third. Yeah. He's up there. He's definitely got some of the best stuff, maybe in all of baseball, but definitely in the National League. But do you think if uh, a guy like Harper or Machado finally goes off the table? Mm-hmm. Does that raise the stock for Moustakis? Like a team that maybe loses out on the sweepstakes for Harper, but 
they want a left-handed bat or something like that. I guess someone without like horses. I haven't like even seen these Dodgers like considered like anywhere. Yeah. I, I forgot for a while that he was still a free agent, assuming he just went to Brewers to that's not the case. So I I don't think his stock's gonna go like like his price tag's gonna go up at all. I think they just have to finally pay up. And I assume they will. They also have like a really good infielder that's gonna be up this year, Keston Yura. Okay. And like he's one of the top prospects in baseball. He'll be up probably in May. And he's a second baseman, so like then you don't really need Moustakis, but like at the same time, if you wanna make sure you're competitive and know that you have a proven guy in the infield, especially mm-hmm. in the corner, uh, I think you just pay up and get Moustakis. And this whole free agency, the the story's been where's Bryce Harper going, where's Manny Machado going, and even down the ladder a little bit, where's Kimbrell going or Dallas Keuchel? So I want to ask you, those four guys, what are your predictions for where they eventually land? Well, as a as a White Sox fan at heart, I'm gonna go with Machado to the top. I think that's just as likely as any other thing, though. I think well, like, all fandoms aside, I think he fits in the in the Sox organization pretty yeah. well. But like, I it's 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 shocking that he's not signed yet. That's true like, as well. He hasn't really been considered anywhere else at this point. It's been like just a sock or he's not playing baseball in 2019. Yeah. So, like, I'd expect him to still go to the Sox. Uh, in terms of Harper, I think he goes to the Giants. Yeah. That that kind of emerged late last week, but once it did, everybody was like, yeah, that works. That or fits. the Nationals. I, I could see him coming back home to uh, the Nationals, too. Um, I think he fit there. I think their team becomes a really big contender if they get him because they got Corbin. They kind of solidified their lineup again, even without Daniel Murphy. But Harper would be a big acquisition for them. Yeah, and I think the Padres get Keuchel. Okay. I, I don't know if that's like a thing. Yeah. But I feel like the Padres, once I saw they were in at Harper, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, they're thirsty for yeah, someone again. They're getting somebody. Yeah, and once they miss out, they'll just pay they'll over pay for someone because that's what the Padres have done the past like ten years. Yeah, Hosmer so. got a big contract. Yeah. James Shields yeah, years the, before that. The Will Myers. Will I Myers too. Like, they just overpay. Um, and it's big to have so many guys like that coming. True. Um, so I feel like it just seems like a fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll see that he's still available. They'll miss out Harper, and they'll be like, okay, come. Yeah. Uh, maybe Cohen. I don't know. That's probably the guy. And uh, Kimbrel. I don't know. Um, I feel like he might be a free agent at the start of the year. <laughs> yeah, he he seems like a guy who's just asking for too steep of an amount, but. I honestly think it comes down to either his former team or his former former team. He's either gonna re-sign with the Red Sox or, or go back Braves. to Atlanta. I think. Um, Maybe the Phillies get excited. Yeah, Phillies too. Both, all three of those teams need a back-end bullpen guy. Um, so I think Kimbrel fits there. I think Keuchel. I've heard the Brewers are in on him a little bit, so that'd definitely be a big move for they them to make. Kluber. Kluber too, yeah. but. Yeah, I think they said. Uh, I think Morosi reported that he's probably not getting traded. Kluber, Kluber or uh, Bauer from the Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say Keuchel either re-signs with the Astros or signs with the Phillies because the Phillies are looking to spend money too, and it doesn't seem like Harper and Machado, after all these meetings, no. are gonna go there. Yeah, they missed out. Yeah, Tough. and then uh, the uh, Machado signing I think will take place sooner rather than later. And I think it'll be either the Sox, and I still can't count out the Yankees, even though they're signing like LeMahieu, Tulowitzki. They got all these guys, but I don't think Tulo counts as a big yeah, signing. Yeah, it's not a big signing, but, but it's, it's a body. So it's a body that plays the infield. Um, but I like Machado in, in the Bronx. I think he fits there. Like Machado go to like the Rams. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of money they've been spending, though. Maybe not this offseason, but in the past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying to think of maybe a dark horse for Machado. Oh, but if the Sox don't get Machado, they have to pay him $500 million to Aaron Nola next year. Yeah. They don't get Shorty. Yeah, I could see trying to think of a team without a really good shortstop. Too many. Yeah, there's too, <laughs> there's the Brewers. too many. Who's playing short for the Braves? Is it Dansby? Yeah, he's not good though. He's not good. He's not that great. Maybe maybe the Braves splurge for Machado. We'll see. Um, and then Harper, I think. Um, I like the Giants. I think that's a good fit for him. I don't think he's going to go to the AL anywhere. I think it's either going to be the Giants, the Phillies, maybe the Cubs or Dodgers come out of nowhere and make something happen. But apparently both those teams don't have money, which is really beyond me. Mm-hmm. But it's uh it's something that exists so that's our predictions there um moving right along into the next portion i wanted to ask you about the proposed new mlb rules the they're universal dh year, yeah they're not happening this year um but let's start universal dh um obviously cubs fans were like oh this is awesome schwerber doesn't have to play the outfield mm-hmm. it's the first thought but um not all the NL teams have a guy like Schwarber that they could be like, oh, here's our DH, this is our guy. But what do you think of that rule in general? How do you think As it— As someone who grew up watching AL baseball. Okay. And then I got to watch the NL for a season, mm-hmm. which was new for me. I like pitchers batting, and I thought I do it was too. more fun. I do, too. And I like the difference. Yeah. I think it's subtle, but it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, but I've heard people saying like it's not like the AFC plays with an extra defender or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's that's so more drastic it's as compared special to this. About baseball. Yeah, like, it I know is. it's only been fifty like forty five years at this point, but mm-hmm. I enjoy it personally. I think I think it develops a strategy to play National League baseball as opposed to American League baseball too. I've uh, I read an article that Joe Madden once said when he played in a. Uh, it was an interleague game that they had a DH. He was like, oh, guess I got a day off today because you don't have to make those <laughs> decisions about pinch hitters and double switches. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of takes the whole aspect of bunting away. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice to have – Just challenge himself to having a DH. That yeah. Way you need to decide, like, who's going to DH. Yeah. Like, uh, you got to make the right choice. Once that person's used, basically, like, they're done. Like, they can't do mm-hmm. anything else. Like, they're just playing in the field. There's just there's differences, but I, I, d- I think there's not the universal DH effect that a lot of people were getting out of. Yeah, and there's no way the AL is giving away their oh, DH. Oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Like, you're only going to go more DH guys. Right. So. And um, the other proposed rule is the three-batter min- three minimum that's for pitchers. I, I don't like it either. I think there's too many ways for managers to get around it. Take away a fundamental part of baseball. And then I also think it really puts – both managers in a tight spot because if you say we're going we're going to bring in our lefties then why can't the NL manager be like all right we're going to pinch hit righty righty right mm-hmm. like something like that that just it takes uh it makes it a game of between two managers that's only yeah, better in like it does one manager you know like you got to face this other team this way then yeah the offense has an advantage too and they, they say that that's going to speed up the game with not going with pitching changes. And I get that, but Luke Stuckmeyer, he covers uh, the Chicago Cubs a little bit for uh, NBC Chicago, said, if let them change pitchers whenever you want, but don't let them throw eight, nine, ten pitches when they come in. Mm-hmm. That Like, that's what takes the time. Yeah. And why would you bring him in if he's not ready anyway? Mm-hmm. 
so maybe that's the move that the MLB makes. Yeah, it definitely cuts down on pitching changes and how long they'll take. Um, it cuts down on the pitches that get on the mound in a commercial break in between every single pitching change. And what do you think of a pitch pitch count per pitch? 20 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever like, it is. Yeah, there's like, it's not forced now. There's no way to really enforce it. Yeah. I was reading um, that the proposal is if they pass 20 seconds, it's an automatic ball. And if the... Uh. And if the batter if the batter steps out however many times it's a strike call, which is kinda kinda odd I think. Um, yeah, that's not baseball. Yeah, it's not yeah, I don't think that'll ever you can't change that. Yeah, you you can't punish these guys for taking time. Um yeah, much, I don't know, yeah. stupid. I hate all those changes. Yeah, there was one that I thought that was interesting. The uh, the roster moving from 25 oh, to 26. Oh yeah, I like uh, having one less pitcher in one position. Then yeah, it was like then you can't have all these specialists. Mm-hmm. But then in theory, if you take the roster from 25 to 26 and you limit the bullpen to 12 or the pitching staff to 12, most teams already have 13 pitching staffs. Mm-hmm. So then you're essentially adding two more position players. Which I think. Yeah, and at that point, why not have a DH many, if you have that well, many? Well, no, it forces like pitchers to play like. Field at this point, and not yeah. the whole time in the bullpen pattern, which I think is good. And it gives you more options off the bench, which I think is also good. It gives more like atmosphere, like players mm-hmm. uh, the opportunity to make the majors rather than we have more guys that throw 100 times. Yeah, which is enough. And even with, let's say they don't have the DH, but they do that, you get the two extra position players. Maybe that means in an 18 inning game, John Lester's not batting. Yeah, you know. No, that's the good part too. Like you, uh, as long as you have chance to, yeah. Like, but that comes in with the DH too. So there's a lot of like things to hate, but I like the roster. And when I consider all these rules, um, especially the DH, but then once you get past those, all of those seem to really change National League Baseball and mm-hmm. not really do much in the American League. Like the three-pitcher minimum, then you get – or the three-batter minimum for pitchers. Let's say a guy comes in, gets one out, then a double play ball. He still faced two batters, mm-hmm. and he comes up in the order. Now he has to bat. Like it's yeah. just – it too handcuffing the National League managers, I think, that rule. But sticking with the and National that League... Two outs, I'd say. That should count as two batters instead of two outs. Yeah. Which feel like you need to... There's a lot it, of, like, subtleties yeah. that would need to be worked out, and that's why I can't have them appoint them, you know, like, at least a year in here. They need to decide how some of those things should actually affect the league. And not only that, these these teams in the National League especially need to have time to know, oh, we got to go get another guy. Gotta yeah, go they get need another a whole bat. year to be able to know that they have to get a DH because it puts them at such a disadvantage if they're going to play interleague games throughout the year yeah. and not actually have a DH. Right. <laughs> and then they're just going to get murdered. Like they should be able to prepare for that kind of situation. And sticking with the National League, I think it's a good time to move on to the National League Central, the division obviously you covered last year. I've not only watched my entire life but starting to get into covering them a little bit this year. Um, what's your prediction for how that division rolls out, saying there's no more drastic moves this offseason? Well, as a Brewers fan, personally, say that the Brewers win the division, because I think they're going to win the division. Like, if they if they get Moustakas, they make another trade, and that bullpen holds up, they're, they're good enough to win the division. Good enough, again, to win the division. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Cubs, the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and the Reds, but the Reds are right behind the Cardinals. Really? I think the Cardinals jumped a lot with the two moves they made. I do, too. I think the Reds are great. Yeah. They, they, they're they still lacking pitching, where the Cardinals have a stronger pitching staff, I think. They can make a move. They yeah. Can, they can sign Keuchel. But how 
that that might be a, a dark horse <laughs> team for Keiko. But how into it are they going to be, knowing we've got the Cardinals, Brewers, and Cubs to jump? You know. Well, they have to make an easy pick for the Cubs. You're right. They have to strive for the better at some yeah. point. They decided not the to with that Pacino. Yeah, they that game. That was a good game. <laughs> Even after they made the weird Chris Archer trade. Yeah, uh, one pitcher. Late last year. He's not even that great. He's like third. Yeah, personally, when I look at at the team, or at the three teams, I think that are going to be the front runners in the National League Central. I think really you're looking at the Cubs and Brewers to return pretty much the same team. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, the way everything worked out, the Brewers needed everything to fall into place for where they were, and the Cubs had a lot of things go wrong because of injuries. So mm-hmm. I think that alone puts the Cubs a couple wins ahead of the Brewers. And I think right in between the two of them is going to be the Cardinals. I think Goldschmidt does a lot for that team. Yeah, with he's good. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's uh, one of the most underrated players. I think he doesn't get enough credit. Plays really good defense. Pretty complete guy, too. Um, Did Jeremy make the playoffs again? Yeah, that <laughs> playing with the Diamondbacks didn't help him out much. Um, now, I like Carpenter, that, that righty-lefty combo that they're going to have in the middle of their order. Mm-hmm. And all signs point to Dexter Fowler finally getting hits for the Cardinals. So I think they're going to be good. And then it, it might be a four-team race for the majority of the season, but I think the Reds fall off, Reds fall off a little bit, kind of like um, the Brewers have in years prior. Um, and then, yeah, Pirates are probably going to be one of your lost teams. Back. Yeah. <laughs> from, the, from the get-go, they're going to struggle. Um, what about the other leagues? We don't need to talk about each team as much, but how do you think the uh, other divisions are going to shake up in the National League? Well, I think I'm going to start with again. Unless the Braves are better, I think the Braves are going to win it. I think the Braves are the better team. I think they won the division last year pretty pretty handily, I think, six or seven games. They're the third playoffs. And then I like, I like the Donaldson signing. I think it's quiet, but mm-hmm. I think he can return to MVP status. Been four years. Yeah, ago. it's it's been a long time. He won when I think Harper won. It's mm-hmm. been a while, but he's still got the same swing. He might not be the same guy defensively, but he can put up those numbers. And then still with the Dodgers, I guess. Yeah, the Dodgers the are Rockies probably are close though. Rockies they might could. make another wild card. Yeah, Giants get Harper. Who knows yeah. about about the way That's that shakes change. up? I think the East, the Mets could have a great year with some that of the moves they've made. That was not surprising. But. <laughs> It, they're the Mets, so who knows about that? And I like the Nationals right now. I think they have the best pitching staff in baseball with Scherzer, yeah, Strasburg. They got better without him. Maybe that's why they're yeah. quiet. They got, they got better without Harper, and if they even get him back, they're that much better. Mm-hmm. So maybe, again, the National League really depends on where Harper ends up going. Mm-hmm. But I think right now, I think the Phillies finish fourth in that division. That's a bold prediction, that but I'm going to say they finish fourth. Braves, Nats, mm-hmm. Mets, Phillies. Marlins are not a team. <laughs> uh, and then the AL, I looked at uh, the Red Sox again. Yeah, Red Sox. I think the Yankees might win the division because I think they added a lot more than the Red Sox did. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fade the Red Sox. Yeah, they're both making good. the playoffs yeah. almost no matter what. So then I'll go with the White Sox. You think? think you think they? You think they win the division? I think the Indians finally fall off and uh, have a da- have a down year. When things go wrong, they're yeah. bound to. They've they're been too, they, yeah. the past like four years have been too good. Uh, so and I think somehow the socks will come up and mm-hmm. work. Uh, and then I'll go with the Angels. Angels, really? Yeah. I think time. I think the National League, or excuse me, the American League. If you look at it on paper, 
all three divisions are pretty much decided and one wild card to me, in my opinion. I think you look at the American League West, Astros are far and above the better team in that division. AL East, Red Sox and Yankees, I think are heads above teams yeah, in, in that division. Yeah, I think at some point they're going to change. Yeah. And they're then, bound to change. Yeah, and then the Indians, they've been doing the same thing all uh, for a while. The Indians haven't gotten any better. They're just staying the same. They're, I mean, going with the flow. they haven't had a lot of pressure put on them by their division no. to get better, mm-hmm. but the White Sox are finally making that move. I think this might be Nobody the, else is. Like, that's yeah. the thing. It's just a, a stop from the Indians. It's like I think this might be the last year the Indians kind of hold reign of the AL Central, but Sox are coming. I really think they're that. Like a, they're a 500 team. Yeah, like I was going to say 80, I was gonna say 81, 83 this yeah. year for the Sox. Or no, that's even cut out. 80, 82 is what yeah. I was going to say. Um, I think Indians might win that division with like 85 wins. Not not really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll get anywhere in the playoffs. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox, you clearly have to count on them making the playoffs unless mm-hmm. something really goes yeah. wrong for them. And the Rays um, finally looking good. I think the Rays might win uh, the second wild card spot. I think Rays and Angels are going to be fighting for it mm-hmm. if the Astros win that division. Um, but I think there's so much more that could happen in the National League than the American League. So oh much yeah. more is like yeah. set in stone already almost. Like it, it would take something else for another team like the West to actually like come up and fight the Astros. Yeah. Cause it's like the Rangers are going to be bad. Yeah. The Mariners gutted their entire team. Yeah. So it's like they're like, can the Angels do this? Or can the A's have the year they had last year? Probably 98 not. wins, was it? 96? Probably they won a lot of games. Um, we'll do one more little prediction thing like we do in hockey. It's mm-hmm. not a report MVP. without permissions. Yeah, MVP of MVP. each league. Okay. Um, Where you start first, the NL MVP? With what team? <laughs> the Giants. With the Giants, okay. And Manny Machado's the AL MVP. With the Sox. Yeah, I'm telling okay. you. That, I mean, that's, that'd be storybook. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. That's why like, I got to gotta hope it happens. Yeah. Like, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, National League, I think it's going to be a race between Paul Goldschmidt and uh, – I think it's going to be a. I'm actually going to say a three-person race, all with a guy from the NL Central. I think it's going to be Goldschmidt, um, Yelich, and Bryant fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the better numbers would probably be Goldschmidt out of those three, so I'll give it to him. And then in the AL, it's an every other year type of scenario, so I think Trout wins it again. <laughs> um, but. If I'm gonna make over someone from the Red Sox, yeah, probably. If I'm gonna make um, an opinion um, aside from from that, I think Francisco Lindor could get it because he's one. I think he's one of the top Could've talents in the league. Now, that's gonna hurt. True, maybe, uh, maybe not Lindor. We'll see, the stats are gonna be ugly. The Indians yeah. aren't gonna win 105 games. They're not gonna win 105 games. Is there a Yankee that could win it? Judge, maybe Stanton. Well, maybe Stanton, but maybe I'm trying to think of. Maybe Mookie wins again. <laughs> Matt Chapman comes out of nowhere with the A's oh again. No. <laughs> I was reading an article by Will Leach from mm-hmm. um, MLB. He said a dark horse candidate for the NL is going to be Robinson Cano. <laughs> I, yeah. I appreciated the thought, but no, I was like, a, no it's way. A funny, it's a dark horse. Like, that's yeah. exactly what it is. I, I would have bet on Cano. And uh, since we were doing hitters, why not Cy Young from each league? Just because. Mm. Just Buck Scherzer again. Yeah, I could see that. How's anyone else? Uh, well, that's something about it. Kershaw maybe gets back on track a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like someone definitely has to beat out Scherzer. Mm-hmm. So in the AL, let's go Sale. Okay, 
I was thinking those two guys, so I'm going to think of two different. Um, let's go National League. Out of nowhere this season, Bumgarner comes out and gets a Cy Young. Even though he said if there's an opener in his game, he's going to walk out. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll go I'll go Thor wins it. Syndergaard. I'll say Syndergaard wins it. I think this is the Mets are going to be able to take this. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, I could say maybe – Scherzer won't be the best pitcher on the National League because he's Corbin coming mm-hmm. out of nowhere. We'll okay. see. And then AL, I like Sale. Um, I don't think Verlander's going to be as good as he has been. Mm-hmm. I'll say Keuchel signs with a random AL team. Maybe the Astros, <laughs> and maybe wins not. The <laughs> wins the Cy Young. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, yeah, that'll be that prediction. Um, so I'll I'll go back to Cubs Brewers. Pretty pretty big rivalry now mm-hmm. that both teams They're are good. Are good. Yeah. The uh, Brewers kind of took the throne a little bit. How do you think their back and forth this season is going to go? Yeah, I think they'll hate each other the whole time. Yeah. So the Cubs probably win like 12 or 19 games. Okay. Probably not that close. Then you got to beat the rest of their teams if you want to have yeah. a chance. And that's what the Brewers were able to do. Right. And uh, they lost like 13 out of the 19 to the Cubs. But at the same time... Better against the rest of the offense yeah. than the Cubs clubhouse. And they won, so. obviously won the division yeah. 163. Do you think it takes 163 games this year? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I would hope so. It's more fun. Yeah, it fun is. It, that was games. a lot of fun. <laughs> like, loser gets to play in another play in game. It's like, okay. Yeah, that was, I think that was the hardest part on both the Cubs and the Rockies, especially the Cubs. They had to go like 38 games in 38 days. Yeah. And then. Lose, lose the no division, they, they lose were the wild card. Though, yeah, like, no one was. It was it was just a weird stretch. Yeah. Obviously, something I think baseball needs to look at in the last uh, in the last stretch of the season, throw in some off days because that's when the teams need them. They don't need yeah, four in like April. Throw a scheduled doubleheader or something. Like yeah, or they want to like play games in London in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like when you have to play those, you have to like play like two right games and or three games because otherwise you're gonna have to give the teams like three days off, yeah. play three games, three days off on the way back. So like they'll never be off the rest of the season. So yeah, it's pretty pretty silly. So that's about all the time we have today on the Cubs Corner podcast. Thank you very much, Steven, for joining us. I'll definitely have you back on maybe oh, a little later in the season. Yeah, the vlog guy. <laughs> and the Brewers have a big show. Yeah, we'll see how the NL Central shakes up. Um, but for now, for Steven, I'll say go Cubs. <laughs>